On today's show, we're going to be talking about how COVID-19 has, or in some cases hasn't, affected our savings habits. In the first half of the show, we're going to talk about what saving was like before the lockdown period, how it's changed over lockdown, and what really is different now. In the second half of the show, we're going to be looking at ways in which you can learn from lockdown and discuss some of the things we can change in our day-to-day lives in order to save more on a monthly basis. If COVID-19 has affected your personal finances and specifically your savings, I really feel this is going to be a great show for you because you realise that actually you're not the only one who's going through this and we're going to talk through some actionable ways you can make changes and hopefully see improvements going forward. MoneyEd is an education platform for young adults who want to better understand personal finance and gain greater confidence in managing their money. Each week we'll address the important topics within personal finance that really matter to you in an informative yet easy to listen to approach. The best way to improve your personal finance is through education and we want to provide a place where you can learn outside of the classroom, office or lecture hall. What is going on guys? I hope you've all had a great couple weeks now. It is the 9th of August. It is such a hot day, but I'm really happy to be bringing you episode 6 of the Money Ed podcast. As I said, it's been a couple of weeks since I last spoke to you guys because last week I missed an episode. Um, I didn't miss it. I optionally chose to have a break because, you know, I'd been going, been going for quite a while. I hadn't missed one week, so I think I needed and deserved a bit of time off. Um and yeah, it just gave me a lot of time to reflect and kind of think about where I want the podcast to go. And yeah, so I was, it was a really welcome break and I'm glad I did it. And now I'm like even more excited to, you know, get back, you know, doing the shows and talking to you guys and stuff. I also just got quite a lot going on at the moment. You know, I've just started work this month. So that's, you know, taking out quite a lot of my time. Um, and I'm having to put a bit of focus on that. But I've really enjoyed actually balancing, you know, having a full time job and, you know, trying to run the podcast and manage it. And it's been really, really good. It's been a good test of my organization skills. I'll give you that one. But yeah, so I'm currently working from home, which is nice because it means I can get up like 10 minutes before I start. Although I'm hopefully my employees won't be listening to that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's been a nice start. And so I've been there for about a month now. So I literally, I started on the 8th of July and it's been really good, really enjoy it. So I basically work for a wealth manager. So I basically help on help clients uh, with their day-to-day issues things like that so yeah so anyway that's enough of kind of blabbing on for a little bit uh, on today's show we're talking all about COVID-19 well not really COVID-19 but we're talking about saving and how you know the pandemic has changed saving for us and you know what kind of things have changed and what's going on and I think it's really important to understand that you know everyone's personal finances have been affected by this even if you've still been working uh you know there's been times where you probably saved more money the last few months or you know perhaps you were unfortunately made redundant so you've had to find a new job and stuff like that and there's a lot to think about and a kind of a lot especially a lot to reflect on now that we're you know coming to the end of you know we've come to the end of you know proper quarantine like lockdown and i think it's going to be a much more fluid situation but yeah so Last episode, episode six, was all about um, FIRE, so financially independent, retire early. And I had a guest, my guest, Logan Leckie, he came on and spoke to us all about it. And it was really, really good. He knows so much about it. And it was a really fun show. So if you missed that one and you want to go check it out, I'll leave a link in the show notes below. Um, 
before we get started, as always, guys, if you uh, want to get in touch with us, you can um, you can email us or you can follow us on Instagram, which is at the Money Tree Podcast, and we basically share you know weekly content on there that supplements the shows, uh, as, as I'm sure a lot of you guys know by now. And then finally, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, and you know the one request we do have, if you are listening, is that you leave us a review. And uh, basically, because the more reviews we get, the more uh, people will see the show, and then hopefully, the more people can benefit and improve their personal finances. But anyway, that's enough of the intro, so let's get straight into this week's episode. So as I said at the start of the show, I think it's really important to look at this kind of whole situation in three periods. We've got the the pre-COVID, you know, what we were doing before that with our saving. We've got during COVID-19, during the pandemic, you know, the lockdown when it was kind of really peak and we all had to stay at home and quarantine. And then the after COVID, so kind of what we're up to now. So I think, look, it's no secret that as a nation we were not we are not good savers in general and this was certainly the case you know before the pandemic struck and i think this i personally believe this comes from you know a fundamental lack of education from a young age you know and coupled also with a kind of we're in a society today where you know we we massive there's a massive focus on like instant gratification and it's really important for a lot of people and so this means we can actually struggle to plan for the future um, there's actually this one specific idea that I've mentioned before, which is known as present bias, and it's basically something that a lot of people suffer with. And as I said, it's 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 essentially when we very much only think about today and we don't plan for the future. So as I said, you know, we really focus on that instant gratification thing, and we don't really think for our long long term goals. And a lot of the time, it affects us subconsciously. You know, we don't. We don't usually think that oh I, I, I want to spend my money today so that because I, I, I don't want to save for later. It's usually something that just happens, you know, that we're not really thinking of. And I've like fallen foul to it loads of times, you know. Although I'd like to think I'm quite a forward-looking, savings-focused sort of person, there have been times when I've realised I've just been spending way more than I should be today. And you know, it's it's quite like it's a very it's a very common thing, and it's it's certainly not the worst thing in the world. Um, present bias and I think uh, one another important point to make is there are a lot of different biases that we that we're affected by and you know I don't want to go into all the details or them today because I have actually in a previous episode uh, gone into you know talking about biases and you know the psychology behind saving and things like that so that was actually episode five I believe yeah episode five so I'll share a link to that down below but you know, as I said at the, at the start, you know, we weren't good savers. You know, regardless of why that is, the, as a nation, we are not good savers. And in fact, there was like, it was statistically seen that it was actually getting worse. And, you know, for example, this included, I mean, this looked at personal finance in general, but, you know, the numbers of people investing were going, were falling. And, you know, the number of people that were opening ISAs was falling. You know, in 2018, the number of adult ISAs that opened fell. You know, in 2019, 15% of consumers had no savings at all, and a third of Brits had less than 1,500 in their savings. And in 20, in January 2020, this year alone, to over 12.5 million households had no savings or less than 1,500 in their savings. So, you know, if we look at it from that, from a purely statistical perspective, the view of saving you know, isn't good. And it was pretty bad before the pandemic. And, you know, for me personally, I didn't have a save any really any savings uh, before the pandemic. Um, because I 
but I'd finished uni, I was kind of in, in between jobs and then I basically just started the podcast. So I wasn't really working, but um, also didn't have any money coming in. So my savings were being depleted and then kind of going into my overdraft as well. And then obviously the pandemic hit. So then we couldn't get jobs anyway because we couldn't leave the house. Um, you know, so I, I, I'm certainly in the boat where I have a very, I basically don't have a savings. Um, but since I started work literally this month, it's already like my financial situation's already improved massively. Um, and I'm a massive like I'm a massive advocate for having a savings account, like an emergency fund, that sort of thing, because I think they're super important. Um, and I've already I'm always very savings focused. It's just I have never really had the money to build up a savings account. Um, but you know what? I was, all I would say is like just right now while you're listening, just give some thought to your saving situation what it was like before the pandemic you know before before covid hit you know it may be like a positive reflection you might enjoy doing it or it might be quite a negative reflection you know you might it might be a time where you remember you didn't have a lot of money saved up and that can often be quite difficult to think about but if you know if you know look and you know kind of analyze the situation you were in it often helps us realize maybe the mistakes we were making or you know what we do so if you did have a lot of savings it may be you could highlight what you're doing right um but also it just helps you to grow moving forward because you know the classic saying you kind of learn from your mistakes and you know every every experience benefits you and that's certainly the same with with your savings so have no spend some time maybe like 30 seconds or so reflecting you know on your kind of saving situation before covid so as i said we talked a little bit about you know what what savings was like before covid so now let's kind of have a bit of a discussion of what it was like during covid because i know i know a lot of everyone everyone knows that realistically a lot of people uh were in a kind of similar situation in the sense that they weren't spending much but they still have money coming in there were lots of different i think everyone had a very different experience you know for some people they saved a lot of it as their expenses fell but they also continue to earn you know be it through furlough or not so I think if you're in this boat, you probably actually saved quite a lot of money because even if you weren't, you're not savings conscious and even if you weren't trying to save, the fact that we couldn't actually go out and spend any of our money, you know, you, you know, we can only order so many things on Amazon and like ASOS, you know, but it basically just meant we were inherently saving because of that, you know, because we actually weren't spending. So that's like, I think that's one kind of portion of people, you know, for many people, you know, salaries were reduced but expenses still remained quite high so for a lot of young people who let's say are living in cities a large proportion of their earnings are spent on essential outgoings such as rent so you're in this you're in this position where you're still earning or you're maybe not earning as much uh, but your your kind of ex, your large essential outgoings are still are still quite high so that could have affected your savings if you were made redundant, which like sadly a lot of people were and still are, you know, losing jobs, I think that obviously would have been a much different story because you didn't have any money coming in essentially. So your outgoings remained the same, but you had no income. So in this instance, your savings would, I imagine, would most definitely have been affected because you need to just live. You need to live day to day. Even if we were in lockdown, you still need to be buying food, you know, paying your bills, that sort of thing. And I think kind of unfortunately this was just an un- this is a very unfortunate consequence and will be a very unfortunate ongoing consequence of the pandemic is simply that you know we didn't spend like no one spent for a month 
probably more than that like the the demand for goods and services literally fell by so much and businesses aren't able to deal with that and i think it's been very bad for a lot of people so but you know the point the point i'm trying to get across is that everyone's situation was quite different um as you know as i pointed out but the one I, the main point I want to get across is that your focus on your this focus on your savings should not have changed. You know, if you're managing to save before the pandemic hit, you know your ability or your attempts to save should have remained. They should have stayed. Um, of course, you know your of course your ability to live day to day comes first. So let's say if you were made redundant, uh, if you had to dip into your savings in order to you know fund your your kind of expenses that's absolutely fine that's, i think that probably a lot of people are in that boat because you need to although savings important if you you need to ensure that every you've got your day-to-day life your daily life covered you know all your daily expenses that sort of thing but but perhaps looking at looking at it from another you know the other side of the coin perhaps you actually didn't save that much during lockdown or you weren't really good at it if you were in this boat i imagine actually lockdown and you know COVID-19 for many people has actually been a great opportunity to begin saving and begin building a habit of saving you know for the reasons I mentioned before you know you we simply weren't spending anything so you just naturally would have been finding that there was more money in your account you know all the money you would have spent on commuting or nights out or you know your your daily lunch you know is that's all now not being spent it's all that you're just sitting in your accounts even if you like even if you meant to do it or not it's just it was still there so i'm sure some of you are nodding and agreeing i'm sure some of you are probably you know tutting and like wishing you kind of were able to save during pandemic but i think look one of the point or point i also want to get across is i think is that given that money was a lot of the focus during lockdown for a lot of people you know everyone was focusing on their personal finances because it was a there was a lot of uncertainty and no one really knew what was going on but you know for, for example like if you're if you're literally just not working you're at home you have a lot of more time to think so you probably had a lot more time thinking about how you could possibly save better or like more and i personally think you should always dedicate time towards thinking about your personal finances and thinking about your savings but as i said given how much time a lot of us had it's actually quite likely that we were having these internal conversations with ourselves more and more so just like the first part you know take some time to think about how your savings might have changed over the last few months you know maybe now is actually quite a good time to have a look at your finances and reflect and you know assess them because you know the first couple of weeks of any month is a really good time to assess your money um, but I think even more so now that lockdown has ended you know the last few weeks we've transitioned from spending nothing to actually spending again and perhaps a lot of you have now seen your expenses shoot back up. Perhaps like less, perhaps like not all of a sudden. Probably it's probably more of an increase. But like, you know, given things that you know are kind of relatively back to normal now, and because you know we have a lot of socialising to do, obviously while you know maintaining social distancing and what, we'll probably we we're all going to see our expenses go up again. But the one thing I would say is don't sacrifice your savings for you know going out and socializing and getting these things back on track because as i said your savings regardless of the situation your focus on savings shouldn't have changed unless of course you didn't have a focus on savings and now you've started 
you know, if you were saving before, you should continue saving. If you weren't saving before, you should have started saving. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's like one of the main takeaways I think we have from what happened like during COVID. And I think how a lot of our a lot of um, saving habits changed. But now, if we look going forward and we we look at kind of what's happening afterwards, as I said, you know, fundamentally, you're saving and your ability and your attempts to save should not have changed if your situation hasn't changed. You know, if you'd been saving before lockdown and you were still earning, you should have actually kept it up. And in fact, you probably should have saved a lot more. On the other side, though, of course, if your income has been significantly reduced, you know, if you were made redundant, you know, there's a valid reason as to why you've stopped saving because you need to focus on ensuring you can fund your day-to-day life. My person, I'm sure I've sure I've told you guys, but what happened with me was is that I, I was lucky enough to be living at home. So, you know, my expenses weren't as high. But I wasn't I wasn't working. I was supposed to start a job in April. My current job, I was supposed to start in April, but it got delayed because of lockdown. And so I had basically all of April and May and June, basically where I thought I'd planned that I'd be you know, earning money and I thought I'd be saving, but I'd lost, I've lost those three months now. Um, and obviously, you know, given the whole situation, I wasn't, I didn't really have that much reason to be annoyed about it. And I think there are obviously people in a lot worse a situation than me, but it was, a, it, like, it was a frustration. I was annoyed, you know, I wanted to start work. I wanted to be earning money. Uh, and unfortunately, like that got delayed. You know, now I'm really happy that I've, I've got a job and I've got a, and like a stable salary and and I am already starting to you know put savings away, like put money away, because as I said, I've always been that kind of uh, that way inclined. I've always wanted to put money away, but you know, going back and focusing not on myself, <laughs> and kind of speaking more generally, I think often when something happens that you know materially changes our lives, we can often lose focus on what we've been doing before, and I think. Obviously, it's rarely a pandemic that is the cause, but I'm sure there've been. I'm sure there have been times in your life where you've had something happen, not necessarily go wrong. There's been a big change, and you've lost sight of some things. You've lost focus on some things, um, and so that could have that, and that could have happened now. Like during the pandemic, you could have not. You might not have been focusing on money because you were focusing on ensuring your health was okay. Which again, like, is a is a big is a is a a completely normal thing and I think something that a lot of people did but you know how I guess the thing the question we ask ourselves now is you know how do we move forward you know what what should we do and I think unfortunately you know in the current climate in the current you know economic uncertainty it is really difficult to plan ahead and there's there is going to be a lot of negativity and uncertainty going forward no one really knows but there's the there's a wide consensus that once furlough ends, many businesses are going to realise that they can't afford to keep their employees. You know, because the mar- they're just not set- they're not making as much money, so they can't afford to pay their staff. And I think this will definitely be the case. You know, as local lockdowns continue and as consumer demand remains lower than before. What I mean, and what I literally mean by consumer demand is that spending just isn't going to be the same rate at which it was before lockdown it's just it isn't because people are people have less money people aren't going outside as much because of the virus and yeah and businesses just can't and because of that businesses can't sell as much and so they can't cover their expenses and essentially i think what's going to happen is we're going to i mean we're already in a recession 
but we're gonna be in an even bigger recession going forward and by the way a recession is um two three month periods so two quarters of negative growth and i think our q2 so our quarter two so april may and june i think our growth was negative minus 20 percent which is the low like the fastest decline in growth ever in history so it shows you how badly business business has been affected um and i think it's the, the the really you know sad and unfortunate thing about a recession is that the more people that are unemployed and lose these jobs is means the less money that they they can spend. Then you know if you don't have a job, you 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 don't spend because you don't have disposable income. So the less money that companies then bring in, and it's just a vicious cycle because more people get unemployed because more businesses can't pay them, and then more people then don't spend. So then even more businesses struggle. But I'm sure quite a lot of you are aware of that, so I don't want to kind of harp on about that too much. Um, but what this means, you know, for us as savers is that you're going to need some extra security and extra reassurance. You know, for a lot of us, we may have just started jobs or at the bottom of the food chain at a lot of our companies, especially if, you know, come out of uni or you've only been working for a couple of years. Um, a lot of the chances are is that you're not that high up. And, you know, so while you may have like job, while you may say you have job security and I'm doing, I'm doing air quotes, um, you're actually only one you know, redundancy away from having no income. And because of that, you need to kind of ensure you have this protection and you need to assess your finances. And that is the first thing we should be doing now that now that lockdown's ended, now that the COVID pandemic is, the kind of peak of it is gone. As we touched on already, you know, assessing your finances is all about just having a look at you know, the money you've got coming in, your expenses, your savings, you know, basically what's going on with your money. Having savings is, as I said, is it's a form of protection. It's a form of kind of insurance in case something does go wrong, like in case you lose a job. And what I've spoken about many times on the shows before is having an emergency fund. You know, whether like, or it can be an emergency fund where you have a separate dedicated account, or it could just be money and sitting in your current account um an emergency fund by the way is essentially a pot of money you keep aside usually and it can be anywhere from three to six months and it basically just covers your expenses so that let's say if you did lose a job and you had to um kind of restart and find a new one and you know reapply for more jobs you've got that cover or you know you have that cover for the next kind of few months so if you if you do take a while to find a new job you won't have to worry about not having not being able to pay anything so i would always say make sure you've got money kept aside you know just in case something like this something happens especially in the next like year as well i think it's more important now than ever and i think for a lot of people though the pandemic actually made them realize that they didn't have enough money to keep themselves going for longer than a month for some people it was a few weeks you know you know we, we hear of how many people live month to month um and if if you were in this sad boat where you got made redundant before lockdown you would have had no no you know eight twelve weeks of earning no money and spending everything and that was a very distressing time for a lot of people so what are the sorts of things you know we need to assess well 
you know, you need to think, you know, the first question is you need to ask yourself what you can do differently if you're not saving or if you're struggling to save. Or if you are saving already, you need to ask yourself, how can you improve that? You know, do I have, is it about putting more money away? Is it about changing the way I save? You know, so that's definitely where I would start. I would then ask the question, you know, have any fundamental aspects of your savings changed? You know, as I said, if you've lost a job, the likelihood is that you've stopped saving for a little bit just to live day to day. If you know, if you're currently on furlough and you don't know if you're, if you haven't, if you're not sure about your job security, you need to protect yourself. And, and you know, so just ask, ask yourself, you know, and have a look at your finances and ask yourself, has anything changed from my savings? And the third thing I would say is, you know, have you made the most of working from home and have you increased your savings? And then assess, you know, why you have made the most of it or why you haven't and, you know, jot down some ideas. So now that we've done some kind of a sort of a form of assessment and, you know, we've analysed our current financial situation and more specifically, we have looked at our savings and we know we've assessed we've looked at how we're saving if we can improve it you should now roughly have an idea of what you need to do and a lot and you know the changes you need to make and a lot of the actions you take should be depending on the financial goals you've set and this is something I always talk about you know if you've got set savings goals the changes you should be making should be in order to benefit those or to reach those goals quicker so let's say if you're saving for a house deposit which is a classic thing that a lot of people in our 20s do you know if you lockdown if you still earning money lockdown shouldn't have changed that but of course if COVID-19 did change your earning and your savings you know now's the time to reflect and and think about that goal and think okay how can I start working towards that goal again you know if you haven't got any financial goals yet I don't think that's the worst thing it's not an issue but goals give us some sort of guidance and something to work towards. And actually, they having goals might improve your ability to save. So we've assessed our finances. We've thought about some of our savings goals that we want going forward. Now I thought it'd be a good idea just at the towards the end is just to talk about some of the actionable changes we can make and the things we can do, you know, f- with, for ourselves in order to kind of improve save our savings capabilities and improve our kind of saving situation now that the pandemic has happened so as i said you know we've already assessed our personal we've already assessed our finances and we've assessed our saving situation and i think the next thing you need to do and one of the first changes you need to make is that you need to be as realistic and as honest and i think quite brutal as you can you know as many of you know, a lot is going to change going forward. And I think with that brings uncertainty, you know, uncertainty in your work, uncertainty in your spending, and essentially then uncertainty in how much you'll be able to save. So I think you need to really be honest with yourself and ask the tough questions. You know, what would happen if I lost my job? You know, do I have enough money saved to cover my expenses if I stopped earning money? You know, is my emergency fund big enough? You know, am I am I realistically going to achieve my goals these are sorts of questions you need to ask yourself and often they're quite difficult they can be quite difficult to answer because often the answers you get from them aren't nice they're not the answers you want you know if I'm sure for a lot of us we're in the boat that if we stopped earning money 
very quickly we'd run out of money so if our income stopped coming in we our expenses would be too much for us and and like while it's a tough you know kind of thing to do by doing this you know you're more likely to improve your ability to save and your you know current saving situation and the reason for this is that if you're if you're identifying the key areas you need to improve on you can you can literally start take you can literally start making a change today so for example if you if simply you need to save more per week or you're not very good at saving or you need to earn more money that sort of thing you can start making those changes today which will you know really improve your savings you know you might say oh i need to start spending less on ubers in order to increase my savings goal just do it you know i need to, i need to st- stop eating out as much that sort of thing um because then you, you there's no like there's no there's no point beating around the bush of this sort of thing and i think kind of i've like that certainly for me personally i've quickly realized that um there are some things i simply can't like don't just if i want to save and i want to you know reach my savings goals i need to be I need to be more realistic about my spending uh, because I'm only going to be able to, you know, increase my income at certain points in my career. Uh, So right now for me, the best way to increase my savings is to decrease my expenses so that I have more income left over. And this is the sort sort of action I can take and being realistic, I know I can definitely reduce my expenses. We all can. Everyone, unless you're living totally frugally, then fair play i respect that but we all know we can cut our expenses down in some places and i think there's almost there's no point not being there's no point lying to yourself there's no point not being honest with yourself um because it will catch you out down the line and i think that's that's like a big part of it is you don't want to be caught out you want to plan you want to plan ahead you want to make sure everything's gonna be okay going forward because we can't predict the future and this this pandemic has proved that so i think this you know this kind of this kind of be honest with yourself be be realistic and ask yourself these sorts of questions sort of aligns quite nicely with the assessment part and this is actually should be kind of encapsulated in uh your when you're assessing your finances you need to be honest with yourself one kind of day-to-day thing you can actually change is you can actually change the way you save so one thing I've been doing, and actually something that a, 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 an idea that one of our guests mentioned on the show a few m- months ago is that you basically set aside your savings at the start of the month. So if you're trying to save two hundred pounds a month, instead of saving that money at the end of the month, you take that savings, you take that two hundred pounds out of your account on the first day of the month, just like you would with any of your expenses. Um, this way, you know, the money disappears from our account and actually it means you're less likely, you can't spend it and you're less likely to spend it on the wrong things. And that's a massive thing, I think, actually. Treat your expense, treat your savings as an essential outgoing. You know, treat them as a fixed cost. Treat them as one of your fixed costs that you have to pay every month. And then you'll very quickly get into the habit of saving. Um, I personally don't think, you know, I don't think, say, you know, saving whatever money you have left over is good because it just encourages you to spend more. So make your savings an essential outgoing is what I would say. Another action you can take is, and something we should all be doing is we should all be making the most of, you know, the different savings vehicles that we have. Um, You know, while savings accounts aren't earning a lot in interest, you know, if you, 
if you do some research, you will be able to find an account that suits you best and gets you decent return. You know, the most, as I've said on previous shows, and I actually did two episodes where I broke down ISAs and I broke down the different savings accounts, and I will share the link to those two in the show notes below, but the most tax-efficient account is an ISA, and you can basically save up to £20,000 in there tax-free, and you pay no tax on the interest, that sort of thing. And for those of you who don't know, for normal savings accounts, um, you're taxed on any income interest earned over £1,000. And there are a number of ISAs you can put your money in. You know, I'm not going to go into the detail of them because I spent a whole episode doing that. But I would just, there are four, there are like four different ISAs you can get and you can contribute to each of those. And I would say just make the most of those because they are tax efficient and they do save you money. But as I said, I will share the link to those two episodes in the show notes below so that you guys can find them straight away. Another point that I think Another thing that I think has become quite popular over the last few months during lockdown as well is the focus on investing and the the importance of investing your savings. And I'm going to talk more about investing in our next series, which is is going to cover every single aspect of investing. Um, But given the current climate and, as I said, given the interest rate, savings accounts, interest rates are so low, you're not getting much return from your savings at the moment. And for some savings, you don't actually want a return. So, for example, you're not creating an emergency fund to, you know, earn more money. You're creating an emergency fund for when things go wrong. So you don't need to focus on, you know, the the money that's earning. But if you're saving for a lot, like a big savings, like a house or something, which will take a long time, you want to benefit from trying to make that money grow. And you want to make, you want the money to work for you. Um, And you can do this in a number of ways and it doesn't have to it does not have to be complicated like i'm a massive advocate for investing i really i personally enjoy it myself um and i think everyone should do it but i completely understand why there's a misconception around it and why people do think it's kind of intimidating um and hopefully you know next series i'm going to break that down break down that kind of stigma uh for that but I would say if you're not trying to make if you're not making the most of investing or you haven't started doing it, I would definitely get on get involved because it's really it's really really important. And with investing, I mentioned, you know, savings accounts earlier. One of the most popular savings vehicles that allows you to invest your money is a stocks and shares ISA. And this basically allows again, allows you to save up to £20,000 tax-free, but you can also invest the money in that account into companies into funds which is you know a group of companies or bonds which is kind of like debts that sort of thing and the income you so any the dividends you earn so which is the income base you earn from those investments and the interest you earn on that account is also tax-free so if and that's basically one of the main benefits of it and if you look through history the average amount of the average return of kind of the stock market is seven to eight percent every year and obviously some years it will be less so obviously the, like you know the kind of stock market growth this year is not going to be very big it's probably actually going to detract it's going to go down but you know last year it was probably like something like 20 percent. so it averages out over the long term to be kind of seven eight nine percent and if you're earning that much on your savings every year you 
are going to benefit from massively from it and your your savings are going to benefit massively from it because they're going to grow and look yeah so those are just like some simple ways you can make changes and i think if you're really if you're really wanting to if you want to start taking action on your savings and you want and lockdown's really made you focus more on you know actually wanting to save more i would say those are the sorts of things you need to focus on I mentioned financial goals earlier and that's a, that's also a massive part of it is having the right savings goals because those are a massive part of you know being able to save and save well is ensuring you're saving for the right reason because a lot of the time if you're just saving for the hell of it you're actually you won't do it as well but if you're saving for a car or you've got something to save for then there's a much better chance of you doing that um but as i said before look as we kind of come to the end of the show now you know lockdown really shouldn't have changed your savings as i said if you were still earning if your situation didn't change your savings should not have changed and your the amount you're saving should not definitely shouldn't have decreased at the least it should have stayed the same but if you were spending less actually your savings should have increased and i think if that hasn't happened then unfortunately i think you've been doing something wrong so all I'd say as we finish up now is give some of the calls to action that we talked about some thought. You know, think about what you could do to make a difference, and and then think about what your change you're going to make going forward and how that will benefit you going forward. Because I think if we can identify the benefit we're going to get from saving, it makes saving a hell of a lot easier. And I think that's always good. It's always good, therefore, to have something that you're saving towards. And I'll leave you with a really good quote on you know setting goals and is by a guy called Fitzhugh Dodson it basically says without goals and plans to reach them you're like a ship that has set sail with no destination and I think that's really poignant especially with our savings because if you have nothing to save towards it can be very difficult to do that so identify your goals identify how you're going to improve your savings and think of the actions we've mentioned today and how those can benefit you and that's it and that's the end of this episode and that's the end of this week's show and i hope i'm sure i hope for a lot of you what this show has helped you realize is that a lot of people have been through the same sort of situation but at the same time everyone has very has had very different experiences throughout covid and you know this whole lockdown period in this first half of 2020 you know if you haven't saved like don't feel guilty like it's very normal and if you have like congratulations that's really good um so yeah you know summarizing this episode we've looked at how saving has changed you know before covid during and after we talked about how you can improve your savings and some calls to action you can take and finally most importantly we've talked about why it's important to take action now while it's still in our minds and while our finances are still kind of on topic because as lockdown as now lockdown has ended we're going to get busy again and you're going to be distracted and you're not going to be able to focus too much on your savings so now's a really good time to take action thank you so so much for listening guys as always every week i absolutely love doing these shows and i really really enjoy them and i hope you enjoy them and as i said although i missed last week's show it gave me a lot of time to reflect and i'm really excited for how the show is going to go going forward i think the next series is going to be great we've got i've got a really really good episode lined up next week with my friend h um and we're basically next week's episode is talking it all about uh saving through kind of 
times of adversity and we're going to talk about saving through uni and then saving after uni as well and we're just going to take a really stripped back kind of honest chilled out approach about it and it's definitely going to be less informative and more conversational so if you prefer those those sorts of shows this is definitely one for you and my mate H he's super intelligent and he's got a lot to share so I think it's going to be really really good um, so that's next week's show and that's it for this week so as always guys if you enjoyed the show you know you can get in touch with us you can email us or you can talk to us on instagram i'm really starting to hear from more and more of you now and you're you know you're i think you're getting in touch with me a lot more now which is great because i love having this conversation with you and i love helping you guys out and so thank you if you have gone in touch with me if you haven't don't worry you don't don't feel like you have to but if you ever have any questions you know you can ask um you can ask me here at the money end so have a great uh, rest of the week, guys. It's going to be an absolute scorcher. I'm not looking forward to sitting inside and uh, working all day when it's hot. And actually, I'm going on holiday next week. So I'm going to France for a couple of days, um, which will be class. I am hoping I'm not going to get have to self-quarantine afterwards. But who knows? We'll wait and see. Um, so yeah, have a great rest of the week, guys. You know, stay safe, you know, keep looking out and, you know, following the social distancing rules. Um, keep spending, keep saving, keep doing what you are doing, and I will chat to you next week. Cheers. Cheers.